Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Even the most toughest, the most challenging students that you have on your caseload can be reached. They can be motivated and they can be on your side and willing to learn in your speech therapy room. Okay, you're probably thinking, Hallie, <laughs> you're crazy. I have students that just refuse, refuse to do work. And I'm going to talk to you today and convince you that maybe you need to think a little bit outside the box and think how can you work with those students a little bit differently and with a different mindset and actually see results and see maybe a smile or see them participating a little bit. To give you a little backstory, I want to tell you, maybe you've heard this story from me or not. I'm going to tell you about a student. I'm going to call him Kay because I'm going to keep him anonymous. But this student Kay I had on my caseload really truly was that student that when he walked in the door, I took a deep breath. Do you know those students? Do you know what I'm talking about? When you're like, oh my goodness, I, I wish I put them on a Monday or maybe I shouldn't have put them on a Monday. Maybe I should put them on a Friday because then I had all week to prepare for it. But then it ruins your Friday. And on Fridays, they're a little bit more, you know, even more unmanageable because they're just so excited for the weekend and they're just done during the weekend. You're done during the week. You know those students, right? So up until this point in my career, this was still early in my career, but up until at this point, every student that I work with, no matter what I gave them, they were motivated by it. They were fine. They were like, okay, sure, Mr. Sherman, sure, I'll do that. But not Kay. Kay would say, this is stupid. 
this is boring, refuse to do work, would pick on the other students in the group for wanting to participate or for getting things wrong. He just refused to do anything, anything that I wanted him to do. He might have done stuff, but not on task and not what I really wanted him to do in my speech therapy room. I was like, I can't keep going on like this. This is <laughs> this is like, what, September? I have until June and I might have him again next year. Like, I cannot live like this. I, I can dread each and every time he walks into my room. So I started thinking a little bit differently. Okay, instead of dreading him walking in the room, let me think about what is causing him to act this way. And I did a little probing. I even asked him sometimes, I let the other students in the group leave and I asked him like, hey, why do you think you're here? Why do you, 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 I did a whole little like chit-chatting kind of things with him. And I finally got to the bottom of it between asking him, observing, probing a little bit. And I realized Kay can't read really well and Kay is embarrassed. So Kay is going to do whatever he has to do to make other students realize not or let them not realize that he couldn't do it. He was embarrassed by it. So he was going to avoid the tasks versus trying and getting things wrong. So once I realized that, I said, okay, do I have to always make him read? No. So I gave him the choice and I gave all the students in the group the choice. This way he didn't feel singled out. And I said, okay, if we're doing this or that activity, I can read it or you can read it. The choice is yours. And I was pleasantly surprised that the majority of the students in the group, half of them said I want to read and half of them, they, they gave the task cards back to me and said, okay, you read. And Kate was more willing to participate because he realized, I don't have to read. Something as simple as that that changed the dynamic completely in my speech therapy room. Then I realized Kay was competitive. He liked to win. How can I utilize that in my speech therapy room? So I started bringing in some Jeopardy games and making some like who wants to be a millionaire type of games and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't necessarily skill based, but some luck, some strategy. Whether or not they got the question right or wrong, it didn't matter for the game. The game, the game was, you know, let's roll a dice at the end or, gee, let's figure out how to open up a locked box together and then have to utilize the tasks together to get there. So I tried different things. I tried thinking outside the box. I did a lot of Googling, a lot of – this was even this was before TPT, guys. This was before I was on TPT, before many – I, I was one of the first, what, handful of SLPs on TBT. So there was nothing there. So I was really making stuff out of index cards and envelopes and brown paper bags and spending hours planning. But I was motivated because I got Kay motivated to participate in my speech therapy room. I saw the results. So I'm telling you this story not just to toot my own horn and say, hey, look what I discovered and what I was able to accomplish. I'm telling you this story in case you have one or more of those students on your caseload, and you're trying to brainstorm, how can I work with them a little differently? How could I enter into that situation a little bit more prepared and a little bit more knowledge of maybe why they're feeling that way? Why are they unmotivated? Why are they struggling? Why are they not willing to participate? What has been tried beforehand, maybe in speech or in the classroom, that's getting them to shut down? Maybe you need to work with them individually. Maybe you need to change their group so they're with people more at their level or more below their level. Who knows? But you'll never know without asking, without trying. It's a lot of trial and error in speech therapy. Have you realized that? 
it's Monday morning here when this episode is airing. So whether you're listening to on a Monday morning or the, another day, I want you to think about those students that you might have on your caseload and think, how can I, what can I ask them? How can I maybe pull them aside, call home, speak to the previous speech therapist, speak to the teacher, say, hey, are you noticing the same things in the classroom? Maybe they've tried different things and were successful that you can try. You know, I'm not all into the prize bin thing, but hey, every once in a while, a starburst can go a long way. <laughs> or maybe they'll be motivated to listen to, to watch a YouTube video, like a viral YouTube video at the, at the end of your session. See what is they're motivated by. It doesn't have to cost you a ton of money to be able to figure out different ways to keep them motivated. So like I said, I was telling you this story because I want you to think about your students on your caseload. And then what can I do a little bit differently? How could I enter into that speech therapy session saying, it's not that they're not going to be motivated. How am I going to change the way I approach the session so that I will see motivation, so that I will see progress, and I'm not going to be losing a losing battle this entire school year and dread each and every time that one or many students walk through your door. Okay, so all those students that you have on your case, so think about why are they struggling? What are they motivated in? Why are they might be unwilling to participate? What might have happened in previous speech therapy room or in the classroom or at home that may causing them to feel this way? And who can you ask to get some more information? Okay, I hope you found this inspiring, helpful, enlightening, a little refreshing, that jolt of caffeine you needed in your morning to get yourself going. And like always, I have a joke of the week for you guys. Why did the cow cross the road? It wanted to go to the movies. Ha ha ha. And you would write it M O O O O O V I E S. Hey, it's all about having some fun while getting the job done. All right, guys, stay out of trouble. Do you love incorporating literacy based activities in your speech room? Are you looking for more storybooks to add to your collection that are perfect for speech and language therapy? Did you know that I wrote a children's book? Ella Bella Just Can't Tell You is perfect for working on sequencing, describing, WH questions, and more. It is perfect for students with word-finding difficulties, too. Check it out on Amazon by going to speechtimefun.com slash Ella Bella. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at www.speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you are there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.